0: Plug one in the front door, one in the back door. It's at times of crisis that people come together.
1: If, say, I killed my parents, would the life insurance still pay out? That's breaking news right there, isn't it? You cannot put that in.
0: Hello and welcome back to the Two Toms podcast. Today we are joined with another special guest and we've been trying to make sure that you know we keep up with the podcast throughout this, um, this isolation period. So today we are joined by the wonders of technology, Mr. Stephen Riley. Stephen, how are you?
1: I'm good, how are you?
0: Very well, it's very strange to call you Stephen. I don't think uh... I've ever called you Stephen before. So why don't you tell the, um, the worldwide audience of the Two Toms podcast how we know each other?
1: Uh, we we know each other through work. I think we've known each other for six seven months. No, it's got to be more than that—a year. Um,
0: it, yeah, March March is when I started the job. So, uh, so yeah, so it's about it. just
1: over a year. Um, and then I I left six months into our budding friendship to go travel the world. It did um, and I've come back to this absolute shit show. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, so uh, Riley and I met at work and um, he he nearly actually postponed his honeymoon um, after meeting me because he couldn't quite bear leaving me so soon. Yeah, it was a
1: difficult decision, it, but it, it was the wife one in the end.
0: Uh, you know, he unfortunately is whipped, so he had to listen to his wife <laughs> and um, is now only allowed out of the house once a week. So um, this podcast is, was actually meant to be the first episode, but we had to schedule it in that far in advance um, with the wife that we've only just got him today for episode three.
1: I'm a busy man, what can I
0: say? We've had loads of messages this week about when it, when's the next podcast, you know, it, when are we expecting the next Two Truths, One Lie section? You know, the next positive news section. It's been it's been non-stop, really. So people can expect the podcast every Monday at 11am and are more than welcome to suggest new guests ask us questions via the Instagram to Tom's podcast. So, what we're going to do is jump straight in to the listener's favourite section, which is the two truths, one lie section. Woo! I know, I'm excited as well.
1: I'm excited as well, because I think I have come up with ones that are, they're all believable.
0: Well, that's the aim of the game.
1: Like, yeah, but some people, they'll throw one in there, they'll try and throw a curveball, we we'll be like, it's ridiculous that like, it shouldn't be, but maybe it is maybe it is. you're really going to be stumped
0: i'm not sure if you heard any of the first well of course you listened to the first podcast and the course, second podcast. But one of the great ones was carrots um help you see in the dark and i said that was true um and then we found out that it wasn't true but then some some of the listeners got involved and said well it actually is true
1: yeah I thought it was true doesn't it give you like a like a protein or something well, this
0: is what yeah this is what i thought so We've had some fact-checking done, so we can confirm that all these facts are true, except for the one that obviously isn't. So, what we'll do is you say your three, we can discuss them. I'll say my three, you can ask us any questions on them, and then we'll give us some answers.
1: See, I think I may have misunderstood this.
0: Have you done them about yourself?
1: I have done them about myself. But
0: that's absolutely fine as well. This is good, I like it. So, we'll do them about ourselves. Okay, right, after you.
1: Statement number one. I have lived in seven different European countries.
0: Ooh, okay, haven't got a clue, but we'll ask some questions around it. Go on, second one.
1: Statement number two, I have never been to America.
0: Interesting, okay.
1: Statement number three, I have never broken a bone. Ooh,
0: Okay now i'm gonna do some quizzing so seven countries what are they
1: germany france sweden luxembourg england scotland and oh my god there's always one that i forget is there yeah mm. oh Germany there is oh or well, maybe it's just six six or seven we'll go with six six plus
0: oh i don't like it i don't like the mind games Now, what are we classing as lived? How long have you got to be there for?
1: I'd say at least a couple months.
0: So you technically lived in Vietnam then.
1: What attended school or a level of schooling?
0: Okay, interesting. Interesting. Okay, never America. How come? Never America.
1: It It just hasn't happened. I don't like. I'd love to go, but yeah, it just hasn't happened.
0: Interesting, interesting. I've never broken a bone. Okay. Now, what sports did you play as a child?
1: You know, the usual. Football star, obviously. Star striker, 30 goals a season, tore my ACL, and that was the end of the... <laughs> <laughs> Just standing you know, football. You know, you play sports at school, then you play football and stuff outside of But it. it was never... I wasn't a... a... One of the big sports stars of school in life. Hence
0: the no broken bones.
1: I mean, I don't think that necessarily means I wouldn't break a
0: bone. (laughs) Usually they come through sport. I know that I've seen many broken bones through sports.
1: I mean, I've seen many broken bones from one too many drinks, so...
0: Hmm. Okay, so now my three facts are... I once nearly drowned under a swimming pool float i once did a stand-up comedy routine at school
1: i can see you doing that
0: truth number three is that i have met and have the goalkeeper gloves of pepe Reina.
1: oh okay i think that one is probably true
0: so just to run through my three the first one is that i nearly drowned underneath a school water float in a swimming pool the second one is that i did a stand-up comedy routine at school and the third one is that i have met and have the goalkeeper gloves of pepe reyna
1: i think the reyna one's true okay knowing that you're a season ticket holder and that you and your dad go to quite a few games i can just see it being one of those just one of those things your dad strikes me as the type that has connections as well.
0: <laughs> you never even met my dad.
1: Never met, him, but, but just looking at the pictures on Instagram, he just strikes.
0: He, he's a bit of a legend. Yeah, he's. A like you legend.
1: show up somewhere and he's like, "Oh yeah, we're in the we're in the director's box," and you're like, "How?" He's like, "It doesn't matter. We're just there." <laughs> and you're like, "Okay." So I'm going to say Raina's gloves is true. Okay. I'm going to say the drowning one is a lie
0: okay well I'm gonna say that your seven countries one's ridiculous that so it's true never been to America and broken bone you don't look like a person who's got dodgy bones <laughs> so I'm gonna say that the america one America one is is a lie
1: so I've never been to America
0: I think you have been to America. You think I have been to America? I think you have been to America. Okay. So, would you like to reveal yours first?
1: I have never been to America.
0: Oh, well that is really annoying.
1: surprising, I know, I look like the type that would love it over there, but yeah, I've just never made it.
0: What? What? What's the lie then?
1: I have broken a bone.
0: You have broken a bone? I have. What bone was it? Tell me the story.
1: Um, I broke my foot. It was stupid. I fell down like a stair or something. Oh, that's. Like, it, wasn't nice. a, it wasn't a big fracture, like it was, but it was classed as a broken bone, so you can sneak it in there.
0: Wow, that was sneaky. Well, I can confirm that I did indeed do a stand-up comedy routine at a Year Seven um, kind of fun day event. <laughs> um, I can confirm it was not fun. I would never ever do it again. That's good. Um, funny. I did spend the whole night before remembering all the lines, and it was actually a Britain's Got Talent audition that I copied. Oh no! Um, and everyone got on. Sounds
1: <laughs> so tragic already.
0: Um, it wasn't good. Uh, the biggest laugh I got was when I went, "Oh, tough crowd." <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> So it was safe to say it was a it was a challenging time. We can understand why we got bullied. Um, yeah. So the school drowning or Pepe Reina. Well, as much as I would have loved to have met Pepe Reina, I have oh. never met him and do not have his gloves.
1: Oh, I can't believe it. You just... um,
0: I did indeed nearly drown under a mat at a school swimming event. And um, my brother was the actual one to, to come and save me, which I'm sure he regrets doing. <laughs> uh, but there you go. So, listeners, you now know a little bit more about us. And um, be sure to send in your questions if you want to know anything else about us for next week. But that was the Two Truths, One Lie section. So our next topic is sports and how much we are missing them. And I think it's safe to say.
1: Oh my God, I miss sports. And I never thought, I didn't realise how important sport was to me as a distraction from life until this happened. And it's not even just football, it's like everything.
0: I found myself today scrolling through the Hungarian League.
1: (laughs) You know, it's bleak
0: days when you're there. And I've got this £5 free bet in my account. and I don't want to waste it. But I did find myself searching through various different events um, to see if, you know, I could I could educate myself um, about what was going on. Um, and you can actually bet on a current eSports event. Uh, the Belarusian Premier League has currently got eight boosts available for today. Um, you know, so it's 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 dire times. Um, it is. It's it's dire it is. times.
1: It it's just
0: <sighs> well, we should let the listeners know um, that Riley is actually a Manchester United fan, um, oh, yeah. and I am obviously a, a big Liverpool fan. So, he, unfortunately for Riley, his glory hunting days have come to an end. It's um, cool. So it's a bit of. A
1: tough I was time. There. I was there, I was part of Louis Van Gaal's army I stood by him Well, I don't know
0: Don't know But definitely very challenging times ahead What have you been doing instead of watching your
1: sports then? Do you know what? It's been I've Like when I heard, like, when you hear about the quarantine and everyone's like, "Yes, no work, I just get to be inside and play a video games, watch TV," like it sounds like the ideal. it's what you want. Masturbate, Pornhub Premium free for everyone now. Well,
0: there you go, ladies
1: and gentlemen, fighting the good fight.
0: There you go. Breaking news from Riley. Get yourself signed up, and if you use the Two Toms podcast promotion code. You actually double your free time, your free trial. So be sure to use that in the in the um, promotional code part of their website.
1: And what what's the code, Tom?
0: It's to Tom's podcast. Is it? It is. It is. So um, it'll it'll definitely brighten up your day.
1: That toilet paper shortage might get a little bit worse after this news gets out.
0: Well, I mean, the worldwide listeners um, of the podcast will now be jumping onto their laptops um, to, um, to, take, to take advantage of our promotional code. Of course.
1: But yeah, but I think I've got bored so quickly. Like, I didn't... It's weird how quickly you want to go outside once you know you can't go outside.
0: It's like anything, if you're told you can't do it, people want to do it.
1: Like, I've never wanted to go to a park in my life, but now <laughs> I'm, like, I'm getting down
0: there. I want to be at the park. Yes, I found myself sitting outside a lot this week. I've been preparing for an interview, and I did a lot of that outside, and I felt just sitting outside was really quite um, refreshing.
1: Yeah, but it's pretty cold to the not It's not summer.
0: I mean, I've sunburnt my arms,
1: so... How? <laughs> absolutely no i'm not having this <laughs> in what way have you sunburned your arms since-
0: i've been outside from 12 to 4 for the last since monday and my left arm is is burnt
1: did you get the legs out
0: i didn't get the legs out because it wasn't warm enough but the arms have a have a t-shirt tan ladies and gentlemen what we're going to do now is instead of going straight into sport we want to kind of diversify and, and 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 talk to everyone um who listens to the podcast. So we're gonna do everyone's favourite game. And no, it's not two truth, one lie I hear you say, we've already heard that. Well it's actually gonna be some would you rathers. So Riley, I'll kick us off and we'll just do it like a bit like tennis. Okay. Would you rather be covered in spiders or be covered in snakes? Covered in snakes not a fan of spiders I hate them I hate them as well I absolutely
1: despise them
0: I hate them I've actually got some devices around the house and I'll send you the link on Amazon there's the you plug one in the front door one in the back door you can set it's basically a high-pitched tone and it scares spiders away and since installing them I've had no spiders inside the house
1: that would be very beneficial
0: I think so as well they they are a fantastic um, a fantastic for £20 each I think they were um, Brilliant, brilliant purchase. Right, onto, onto you. What What is your, what would you rather?
1: Would you rather be immortal, but have no family or friends? Okay. So you have no meaningful connections, however you live forever, or you have a very fulfilled life, but you only live to 40?
0: So what you're asking me there is, do I have my current life but never die? Or... On a fantastic, connective world, but only live till forty. Oh, okay, that's a great question. I think I would would do the forty years one.
1: Hmm?
0: I think I would. On the the, I don't, I don't think I can be bothered living forever. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, what about you? What What do you think you would choose?
1: i think i'd be a mortal.
0: you'd be a morsel.
1: i think i would i think i just have this this morbid (sighs) curiosity to see like where the human race
0: takes yeah
1: because like if you think back even like you know the 50s like to where we are now like technology wise like they'd lose their minds if you were like yeah 50 years everything like you've got a phone that can do everything Mm. a typewriter you think that's the height of technology just you wait.
0: Do you have a pet? I do. You do? What is your pet?
1: I have three. Well, two. It's a complicated story, but I have two cats.
0: Two cats. Okay. Would you rather eat your cats <sighs> or kill your wife and parents?
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> Just wait. Would <When> I... <laughs>
0: Now, what I'll do is I'll, I'll... No one knows. So basically, if you eat oh, your okay. cats... it's a It's a, it's it's a victimless crime. It's a victimless crime. Only you will know <sighs> if you eat your cats. Or you kill your parents and your wife.
1: Like, eat them how? Like, how are they prepared? Oh, that's a great question. I would say that they are... Do I have to kill and eat? Or is it like, you know... I
0: think you come home and they're nicely packaged into, into breasts, legs, maybe an ear. And you just give them a, you know, a shallow fry. Shallow a bit of paprika. Fry. bit of salt Ooh. and pepper.
1: Garlic mayo on the side, you know. We're not animals. Uh,
0: whatever floats your boat. Or kill your parents.
1: Or kill my parents. And the wife. Okay, I've got a a counter argument to this. Okay. In that if say I killed my parents, would the life insurance still pay out?
0: Unreal. Unreal question. <laughs> um, it would go down as, as no and no um, no suspicious circumstances. They're just so casually found there. dismembered in a bin.
1: So they're found dismembered in a bin, and yeah, everyone's fine here, to be honest, <laughs>
0: Exactly right, exactly right.
1: I ain't going to have to kill my parents. I'm really sorry. Mom. Wow.
0: So what Riley has just said there is his parents are just, uh, just worth cash.
1: <sighs> I just, I
0: know. You're valuing your cat ahead of your parents.
1: But I know how much it would pay out, that's the problem. <laughs> we discussed this fairly recently with the uh with the with the COVID and uh yeah I found out that that'd yeah, be a nice little sub.
0: Wow. Well, I hope my parents have life insurance.
1: Would you rather watch your partner confess their love to someone else?
0: Oh, it's already happened, that they yeah, that's fine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or <laughs> Cheat while the love of your wife is watching.
0: Cheat whilst they're watching? Mm -hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Do I know they're watching? Yeah. Okay. Or they confess their love to somebody else? In front of you. In front of me.
1: Just no regard for your feelings.
0: I mean, it's either I show no regard to their feelings, or they show no regard to my feelings. You know what? If they were unhappy in a relationship with me, Oh yeah, there's no unhappiness. Don't
1: be. It's not one of those. It is.
0: Yeah, but if she's if she's no. declaring her love to somebody else in front of me, she's clearly not happy. Which means it's fair enough that she she wants to. So we'll go for that one because then she'll be happy. Would you rather lick somebody's armpit? After like you know a, a nice little gym session, lick, lick someone's armpit, or have a nail pushed under your uh, fingernail, like a, a, slowly, slowly pushed under your,
1: your fingernail. What, what, what am I going in? Like you know, is it whose armpit is it? Male, Female? Good hygiene, like fresh out the shower. Like where, where? There's a lot that could be going on here. That I'm definitely... gonna
0: say. The armpit is.
1: You can't put that in. You cannot put that in. <laughs> you can't. You cannot. Oh.
0: <laughs> so you've got to imagine lifting I'd up that arm?
1: No, I'd take the nail. Just die. It's not even. Not
0: even take, you'd take the nail.
1: I'd have to. <laughs> I
0: can't put that
1: in. It will be bleeped, it will be bleeped. You can't put that in. <laughs> no one will find it funny, though. Because no one will know who it is.
0: Well, that's the great mystery. <laughs> that is the great mystery. A bit like Parched, yes.
1: No, we can't start it off because eventually we'd have to reveal it, and that's just not a...
0: Um, But we will not be revealing who, who <laughs> Armpit Man is. Well, I think that brings the... um. The Would You Rather's uh, section to an end. So uh, let's move on to the next one. Ooh. Let's let's talk about sport. What would you say has been your favourite sporting memory? Ooh. The most you know brings goosebumps, potentially a tear
1: to the eye. There's quite a few favourite. Oh, probably the Champions League final in Moscow because when it went to penalties I was convinced we'd lost it that Ronaldo miss you just felt it you just knew and John Terry with his smug little face he he walked up and he, he was like I'm having that fifth penalty he wanted all his name he could see it now he'd already written the headlines in his mind and then he went and slipped like a prick
0: Very upsetting.
1: But then there was like the World Cup two years ago? Yeah. Like that was just a weird it was a weird time to be in England. It was a weird time wasn't it? Like it was just like people genuinely believed.
0: If only Harry Kane had squared it to Sterling.
1: Oh my god honestly like how I hope every night Harry Kane gets into bed and the first thing that runs through his mind is why didn't I square it?
0: Oh I think my favorite sporting memory um obviously I was alive when Istanbul occurred however no, I one, two. I was 6 oh
1: God that's so depressing but I
0: don't actually remember it,
1: uh, it was, yeah it was
0: my mad. earliest sporting memory for like a big event at Liverpool was um the the when we lost against AC Milan in the final um The year after? Yeah, I do remember that game because I was in tears after it, watching it at home. Um, So I think my my favourite sporting memory has to be, it's quite a recent one, I'm going to say, yes, I was lucky enough to be in Madrid and that was amazing, but I think it's going to have to be the Barca game.
1: That Barca game was something else. The fact that... It really
0: was. um, I, I went... I'd spoken to a mate earlier on and I was like 4-0 we've got this. I didn't put a bet on unfortunately. Went to the game not really, you know, thinking if we can get a result, we've done well, you know, yeah. it's we've had a you know, we've had a good run. And um knowing that as soon as so there was a chance Henderson at the back post very early on and it, it just went past him. And from then on I was like we've we've got this here. And as soon as Dave scores his first goal, it was it was a different. I'm sitting there getting goosebumps by it now. It was a different a different time. It felt yeah. unreal.
1: I don't understand him as a player. Like I don't watch enough games to know what he like maybe, you know, it's just an outside fans perspective. But I just I don't what does he do to warrant a place on a Liverpool bench? because like, like he scored that goal in Barcelona, like absolutely. I don't, like, think, every- I don't think
0: last season in the Champions League he had a shot off target.
1: Yeah, but like, but then he never played in the Premier League. Like, he only started because Firmino was injured. Banned.
0: Firmino and Salah were both out.
1: So, like, you know, it's not he had he didn't have a shot of target. But then, if you only play three games, there's only two hundred and seventy minutes of football for you to not miss a target as a paid professional.
0: Well, I mean, he, he did quite well, and he's our saving Lord and Messiah. So he. It's um, true. Yeah, what a what a time to be to be alive, and then obviously go on to to take that to Madrid. It was wonderful, wonderful time. So I was I was very happy.
1: I think, I think any football fan, regardless of allegiance to teams, can understand what a performance that was.
0: Oh, there was from start to finish. Every single person on that pitch was fantastic. Um, you know, it was Alisson making some great saves. Um the atmosphere was something else. It's yeah.
1: Just just question though. Go on like, a genuine question. Not to taint your, your memory of that night, but do you think part of it had to do with Barca's mentality? After you know, they've they've gotten so far in that competition so many times and then they just seem to implode in the later stages. Do you reckon it played on their minds a little bit?
0: I think they will have come out of the dressing room going, right, first 20 minutes, do not concede. And they concede in six or seven or whatever it was. So I think that is an automatic trigger. And I think our fourth goal, the corner, shows that they they were exhausted. So, um, yeah, all uh, if, what, what a time to be alive in obviously, when we win the league this year, as and when we we get there. Interesting, you should bring that up. Yes. um, We are still unaware of what's going to happen with the league this year.
1: Uh, You know what? The more serious this whole coronavirus thing gets, the less confident I am that football will resume. Because
0: they've cancelled the non-professional league. Yeah, the non-league's
1: just gone. Just, Just... Arguably, the teams that probably needed the season to restart the most
0: They've have just been essentially
1: shafted. They've just been shafted.
0: Yeah, it is. It is um, troubling times for us all, really. And I think the the worst of it is still very, to, very much to come um, with the with the coronavirus.
1: Um, I, you know, put, it's a difficult one because when you think of it in perspective, <laughs> it is literally just a game. And yes. It's not that important, but I also think it would probably be a great distraction in these times from everything else that's going on. But obviously, there's no safe way to do it. And I just think the longer it goes on, they have to make a decision of how much do they want this to impact next season. And eventually, they've got to come to a, a decision of either we don't start the 2021 20, season until the 1920 season's finished, but then, like, how long do you? push these things back then you've got the broadcasting deal and I think, I mean you could never plan for a global pandemic but I just yeah, I don't see an easy way out
0: No um, No, I, I agree, I agree it's it's going to be very interesting to see what they do, whether they finish this season, make a bit of a change for next season so it's, it's more like the Scottish League maybe so the top half play each other you know, once more in the bottom half, play each other once more. Um... I just,
1: one thing that I could potentially see them doing is because Qatar's twenty twenty two, yeah, winter. and that's a you winter know, World Cup. Yeah, is restructuring next season to accommodate that, then do the twenty one twenty two season in the same manner, and then phase back into. The August to May schedule that we all know and love. Yeah, I think. Might give them enough time to finish this season and start next season without too much of a headache. But again, there's obviously contracts. Uh... The contract thing—that's another thing. Like people who are on loan. Like if we lose a gallo before the season kicks back off, if they are going to do it again, I genuinely worry for our top four.
0: There's there's a lot there's a lot going on. There's a lot of questions. There's a lot of unknowns. Um... And I almost think that Liverpool top of the league champions is the least of their concern. You've got to be looking at, you know, Sheffield United are not going to want this season to just have be been glorified friendlies.
1: They're no, potentially
0: not. a Champions League team next year.
1: 100%. But I think, again, it's, you know, at the end of it, it's just a game. And I think I read, I can't remember where I read it, but The Athletic. I read it on The Athletic. Have you heard of The Athletic? I have if not. Go check it out. It's incredible. It is a paid for service, but they run like regular discounts and stuff. But essentially, it's like good sporting journalism. Okay. So instead of your typical like clickbaity titles of like, you'll never guess what Ronaldo did, turns out he scored a goal. Like, it's like actual deep four. And a lot of the guys like are very embedded in the sport industry. So they have, you know, a lot of like the chairman's personal mobile numbers and they'll call them up and be like, I've heard this. Is it true? So a lot of the story got a lot more substance to them. But after the meeting um, last week between all the EFL teams and EPL teams, one chairman came out and was just like, after this, he thinks that there may be, you know, the astronomical sums that people are paying for players and their wages, the bubble might have burst because... You know, after this, people have lost their jobs. People can't find jobs. Yeah. How would you feel if you're then like you open up BBC Sports, Sky Sports, and you're like, ah, oh, Pogba's just signed a new deal for four hundred grand a week, and you're like, say what?
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: that's very true. And I think this one anonymous chairman thinks that this may one level the playing field a little bit, but also puts the the context of you know sport and the riches that come with it very much into context
0: yeah, so I think, I think you know that's
1: an interesting point i think coming out of this i don't think sport will be the same i think anything will be the same no either. i don't think anything
0: will be the same either i think that there's a lot of talk that you know obviously summer holidays and stuff have all are all going to be cancelled and stuff and a lot of people are saying that it's a time to kind of focus back to british and being like well let's have staycations let's buy th- locally again and and I think the kind of the community spirit has definitely you know, we saw from the other day where people stood on their porches clapping for the NHS and the great work that they're doing. I think it's it's kind of like a, a reclimatization of, okay, we've actually all got a bit lost here. Let's yeah. let's kind of come back down to, to reality and and kind of humanity and and focus on, on what's actually important rather than how many likes did my latest Instagram picture get.
1: No, I totally agree. Although I would like to add one thing to the the clapping thing at 8pm. Whoever named it Clap for Carey <laughs> should be sacked. And whoever was like, what in that meeting, like, oh, what should we call it? Clap for cares is just, <laughs> there's just so much wrong with him.
0: So that, that's kind of promoting a whole different type of test that needs to
1: redistributing And that one is readily available though. So if you do have any concerns, contact your local GP.
0: Oh, well, I think that's a, a pretty conclusive um, round of, of sports. A lovely segue onto our sponsor for this episode, which is The Athletic, um, providing you with high quality sports journalism that you can trust. And if you head over to their website, and enter the Two Toms podcast into the coupon code. They will give you a week's free trial of their subscription service. So go check that out. Highly recommended. And um, yeah, go check that out and uh, make sure to use our our code for a uh, for a week's free trial. Anything else you'd like to uh, to touch upon?
1: Um. Well, it's just gotten a bit weird, isn't it? It has weird time like you know queuing to get into tesco's yeah social distancing people that have never worked out a day in their life now suddenly seem to think that they have to want the day because boris said so it's just all of it and boris has now got got the corona boris has got corona not following his own advice i mean to be honest i think I think it was only a matter of time because the amount of people that he's probably coming into contact with is
0: yeah, yes i agree i agree
1: um the fact that, you know, one thing that shocked me throughout this whole thing why does the chief medical officer for the uk look like sid the sloth like it's uncanny
0: i i don't know why he looks like that um no i can only presume genetics um
1: <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's just such a... Have you seen the advert where he tells you to wash your hands? I have. You can't take it seriously.
0: But you should. And and here at the Two Tones Podcast, we encourage everybody to wash their hands. 20 seconds minimum. 20 seconds, which coincidentally is our intro length. So if you oh. start your podcast before you start washing your hands, um, by the time you've finished the intro and in the little trailer then your hand washing will be over. Um, so, yeah, there you go. There's another reason to
1: listen to the two it's Really, A great podcast, but also a public service.
0: I mean, this is what we tra- we're trying to inspire a nation. One thing that did surprise me was how many people didn't realise that they had to wash their hands.
1: Yeah, you, what I don't get is that people are stockpiling soap like they didn't have it before. Yes, this is very true. And, like, I get, like, you know, you might pick up, like an extra one be like well you know you should master.
0: never be buying more than two
1: Wait, well it depends on how many bathrooms you've got i um, oh, that's true and like i think i think one per bathroom one in the kitchen
0: yeah i can i can respect that that's but you I never need to the, buy them all at the same time
1: oh no but like you know you might be like well i'll buy i'll buy three so that when these ones run out i've got a ready-made replacement we don't know how long this is going to go on for that's fine. the fact that it is literally impossible to find just makes me think that you know are people this drinking it? People have been buying.
0: Like, I don't know about you, but the last time I tasted soap, it wasn't very tasty. So I'm not sure yeah. about drinking it. Coming on to the ending now, which is the positive news section. So this is where we uh, lighten the mood a little bit after our end to the podcast. <laughs> and um, we look into some uh, some positive news. So Riley, what positive news have you seen?
1: Um, is reversing the ozone is recovering the animals are returning to the wild and to our seas and rivers and it shows i think irrefutable proof that you know global warming is definitely a thing and that pollution is definitely a big factor in how our world is currently being shaped and it can no longer be ignored
0: I think that's a great bit of positive news, and I think it definitely shows that we are the problem.
1: We are, we are definitely the problem.
0: Um, so you know, maybe Corona was sent from, from um, up on high, up on high to from the high gods to sort us out.
1: It is very interesting if you do go look. I think the Guardian have done a like an interactive map of like if you look at the the air pollution from twenty nineteen to. To now, and it is shocking, like genuinely. Like you look at some of the countries, and you're like, albeit they are the ones like worse hit that have been hit worse by the virus. But the the lockdowns and everything are reducing air pollution at a drastic rate. And you know, I think I think scientists have said that you know we have done we have made some very large strides to at least starting to. Re- repair some of the damage we've done over the years so i think one positive thing that might come out of coronavirus is that you know i think we will be shown that a low carbon lifestyle is one sustainable and two has an actual effect on repair and the climate
0: i think that's some great positive news and definitely something that people can can hold on to during these tough times. And some more positive news is regarding the people who have signed up to volunteer for the NHS after the plea on Tuesday um, from Matt
1: Hancock. 400,000 people?
0: Well, it's now up to 700,000. Is it? So they only wanted 250,000. And there is now over 700,000 people that have signed up to be a volunteer for the NHS, which I think is very inspiring.
1: Fair play to all of those volunteers.
0: So I just hope the people that have signed up didn't stockpile, as they're now not even going to be at home to eat the food. (laughs) (laughs) That is a a valid point. Otherwise, you've got 700,000 people who have stocked hard food that they can't even scram. Oh,
1: shit, my couscous has gone off.
0: Well, exactly, exactly right. So, I think it's all uh, it's all bleak times, but it's at times of crisis that people come together.
1: We will get through this.
0: We will, just like we got through the Croatia game.
1: Did we? I'm still, I still haven't gotten over that. Why did he pass? Why did he not square the ball, Tom? It's not even that hard. Like, I'd understand if it was a difficult pass. Like, if it was like, you know, he could have gone for it. The shot was probably be a little bit harder than the pass. But, you know, you understand why, because he is a world class striker. But no, it was a sweaty goal on FIFA. It's the type of goal you score when you know you have to win the game. You're like, I don't care. I don't care that people will say it's a sweaty goal, because now I'm 2 0 up and I'm cruising. But no, a selfish prick was like, no, I'm going to score. And he didn't. We didn't. Oh, it's just
0: so. Like I said, we can get we got over Croatia. We can get over Corona. We didn't.
1: the <laughs> tagline. <laughs> yes, we got over Croatia. We'll get over Corona.
0: And I think that is the motto that we will leave you today with. Thank you very much, Riley, for joining me today. It's been a
1: pleasure. Everyone, stay safe. Wash your hands. Stay inside. Don't be a dick about it. That is beautiful.
0: Thank you very much. See you later.
1: Bye. Bye.